After Buzz TV's Chief Operating Officer, Phil Svitek, comes a weekly digital series that shares his insights, concepts, and findings from years of learning and mentorship. Welcome to Phil Svitek Podcast. Hello. Before I begin today's lesson, I'd like to thank you for the wonderful responses to the first two episodes that me and Julia Viber put on. They were, in essence, test shows to gauge your interest. And thanks to your overwhelmingly positive responses, we have some exciting news. That's right. I'm excited to announce that with the great responses, we'll be growing the show. I've spoken with my AfterBuzz TV partner, Kevin Undergaro, who has been my mentor since I was 19, and he's come up with some really exciting initiatives, as he usually does, by the way. First off, AfterBuzz TV will help distribute the show so as to grow a larger audience. For those familiar, you know AfterBuzz TV as the ESPN of TV talk, where we do after shows for hundreds of TV shows, from Bachelorette to Westworld to Jersey Shore to Archer, and so on and so on. Now, you may be thinking, how does a show about life advice fit on a TV discussion network? Well, in addition to providing fans with amazing TV content, which we pride ourselves on, we here at AfterBuzz TV, at the direction of both Kevin and his partner Maria Menounos, have sought to provide a safe haven for hosts and aspiring artists alike. Maria, Kevin, the entire ABTV staff, and myself root for each of the hosts and are extremely proud of the countless success stories we've been a part of, all the way from WWE's Kathy Kelly to Fox News' Ebony K. Williams. This list goes on and on, trust me. The way we accomplish that is through our love of teaching and sharing the knowledge we collectively have learned along the way. We care so deeply about the education of our hosts and their personal well-being that in essence, we're creating a new Hollywood model. Even before the Me Too movement, we acted as a safe space for men, women, gays, trans, and all cultures alike. And if you couldn't tell, the series perfectly aligns with those goals. The tips themselves don't pertain to just hosting or the entertainment industry, though. They apply to all facets and to anyone. I'm excited to share them as such with you, whether you are an aspiring entertainment personality or not. So without further ado, this week's lesson is no hurry, no pause. Imagine two men biking, one at a rapid pace and the other at a leisure pace. How long do you think it takes them to bike 25 miles? The answer might surprise you, as it certainly surprised me. Because the answer is there's not much of a difference. The biker that sped would only pull ahead by a minute or two. Okay, who wants to try three plus three? Three plus three? Really? That may sound like an abstract math problem, but it's actually not. It's a story that entrepreneur Derek Sivers shared on the Tim Ferriss podcast. He used to bike near his house at a rapid pace for 25 miles, and it took him 43 minutes to complete. He was exhausted by the end of that ride. Then one day, he said to himself that he's just going to ride at a normal pace and enjoy the view. When he finished the route that he'd done countless times before, but at a fast pace, he was shocked to find out that the entire trip at normal pace took him 45 minutes to complete. Only two minutes slower. When I heard this story, I had an epiphany. Incidentally, much like Tim, for years I'd approached my work from a knock it out quick standpoint. I'd rush as fast as I can. At times that left me tired and the work 
somewhat to be desired. We have sort of a problem here. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I, I forgot. Because I was tired, I was slower with my next tasks and then even more slower with the preceding one after that. Sad to admit, I got angry at times, whether that was at myself or unfortunately at others. In terms of the work, I luckily have an insane amount of stamina and determination to accomplish projects. But year after year, it took a toll on me. Upon being told Sivir's story, I realized I was the biker that sped through the 25 miles, all to just get it done. More importantly, I realized there was a better way to knock out action steps without exhausting myself. Jenny Sauer Klein, another guest on the Tim Ferriss podcast, who is the co-founder of the acrobatics yoga hybrid Acro Yoga, described this phenomenon as no hurry, no pause. In case you couldn't tell, by the way, I highly, highly recommend Tim's podcast to you, and you can get both those episodes. But that phrase has since become my mantra, like it did for Tim. It profoundly altered me in the way that I view accomplishment. As a result, not only do I accomplish the things I need to get done, I find more joy in doing them. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. In the last lesson, I talked about stressors and masters. To fully understand what I mean by that, revisit the lesson. The link is provided for you in the description. But simply put, the stressor, rightly named by the way, is someone who is so obsessed with accomplishment, they find no fun in the process. The master, however, is someone who stays calm and perseveres. In essence, I've gone from stressor to master. Though trust me, I'm still working on it. Believe you me. No hurry, no pause, as explained by Brema Center Director John Schreiber, means that when you rush, time shrinks. When you're relaxed, time expands. This is true, even though it's very hard for our minds to get. When you're relaxed and doing something willingly, you're participating in life. I love that last part. You're participating in life. You really are. You're much more aware of what you're doing. You're much more aware of your surroundings. You're much more open to ideas and therefore can incorporate them into the task at hand. Can you live in that moment as best you can with clear eyes and love in your heart? With joy in your heart? If you can do that, gentlemen, then you're perfect. At least that's what I found from my experience. What I find humorous is that the idea of no hurry, no pause has been expressed to me my whole life, just worded differently. Remember Aesop's fable of the tortoise and the hare? What was the message of that story? Slow and steady wins the race, right? What about it's a marathon, not a sprint? Have you heard of that one? All different ways of saying the same but important thing. But I never listened until I heard Tim's podcast. And there is a lesson just in that, which I'll teach in the future. But I digress. Let's pause, pun intended, and consider it's not a marathon, it's a sprint. Despite being told that my whole life, I didn't embody this so intrinsically. Maybe it took the culmination of 10 years of sprinting to realize that I was indeed sprinting the whole time. I was able to look back at those 10 years and realize how truly exhausted I was. Don't let that happen to you. Like always, it's in large part a mental battle more so than a physical one. 
In order to keep calm during tasks, you have to quiet the voice inside your own head that's yelling, You're going to have to get all your work done by Monday, which means you're probably going to have to be here all weekend. I found routine, meditation, proper sleep, eating, exercise help to combat those for me. It would be a whole lesson in and of itself to go over each, but as a start, I recommend the Simple Habits app to help you begin meditation, a smart alarm clock to help you sleep, and LifeSum to help you track your diet. Additionally, I've been practicing proper breathing techniques so I can have the physical air I need to keep my body going, and drinking lots of water. You gotta drink lots of water. I've given up soda almost entirely. The more you drink water, the less you'll actually want those other beverages. And there you have it. Now keep calm and steady on, my friends, especially you creative people out there. The creative process always takes time. So chin up and grind away at it daily at a reasonable pace. You don't have to conquer the world every time. You'll find the process all the more enjoyable. And as always, here's some quotes from successful people to help reinforce the lesson. The most successful men in the end are those whose success is the result of steady assertion. Life, especially the life of an early stage entrepreneur, is full of gigantic ups and downs. Make sure you don't let yourself get too high or too low. It's a marathon, and you just have to keep your legs moving at a steady pace. You've got to work hard for your success, and you've got to have a steady presence. You shouldn't rush something you want to last forever. There's no advantage to hurrying through life. Just a few final things before you head off. First, the transcript of this episode is available in the description. That way, you can review the lesson at your convenience. Leave a comment with any thoughts, opinions, and questions you may have. So Phil or I can respond. If you enjoyed this video, please be sure to give it a thumbs up and share it with your friends and family. If you'd like to be notified when future episodes release, be sure to subscribe on either Apple Podcasts or YouTube. Lastly, if you're a host in the LA area and would like to join AfterBuzz TV, visit AfterBuzz TV's website contact page. A direct link is provided. Or, of course, you can tweet at Phil Spitek or me at Bonjour Juliet. Thanks for watching. I'm Juliet Bibert, a producer on the show, and we'll see you next Monday with another one of Phil's Life Lessons.